Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Goddess Glow podcast. I'm your host, Ray Grillo. I am going to be super vulnerable with this one. Uh, it's been a while since I've posted a, po- a podcast, and I am going to be speaking from the heart from this one, just seeing whatever comes up and just trusting myself to get this information out to you guys. Um, so in this podcast, I am going to be talking about getting over the uh, new year blues. <laughs> and so I've been seeing like a reoccurring theme amongst my friends and family and colleagues or just around me. I've been noticing, especially with the Omni or Omni variant with COVID um, and just like the surge that's going around and traveling around the world and my personal opinion, the media feeding more and more fear into society. So these, what I call the new year blues is something that a lot of people go through, especially when they do some sort of reflection on their past year and what they did during the past year. And some people get stuck in the downward spiral Some people want to mostly feel guilty, fearful, um, what have you during like low vibrational beingnesses, like low vibrational emotions is like what's going on depression and I should have the what ifs and another year has gone by, nothing's changed. So all those different types of things that are going on in your head during this time. And there's some people who had made New Year's intentions. And with those New Year's intentions, like you've already quit on them. You've already stopped, you just gave up or you, well, I wouldn't say intentions at that point. I would say, I would say mostly tries or they would be, you know, goals that, weren't really something that you were committed to doing. Um, And so it could be you're beating yourself up over that, or you're ignoring the fact that you're not keeping with an integrity, or then there's the people who didn't even want to um, create any goals or intentions for the new year because they don't trust themselves to fulfill them. And so this podcast is for you. And I just wanted to share though, real quickly, that I have finally launched my essential oils and my essential oil roll-ons and aromatherapy necklaces. Here you can, you can hear it. Uh, My aromatherapy necklaces, I have mostly geared towards um, empath empowerment and healing and those who suffer from anxiety um, also have trouble with sleep. And for those looking to feel confident and to have an extra boost for sexual healing. So I'll provide the link to my shop and make sure you grab yours and enjoy. The scents are all just so like, so wonderful and they're tasty. And I have even essential oils that are infused with healing crystals, which just packs an extra punch for my different blends that I have. 
Um, each blend is special for certain needs and you can check them out on the website. My favorite one is a blend that is really dear to me and it is called My Enchantress Blend. And that one I would have to say is my favorite. Um, especially if you're looking to just feel like that enchanting enchantress. So moving back into the, the New Year's blues. So this is what I call the New Year blues. And these are for people that are just on a downward spiral in the beginning of the year. They've given up on their goals or they haven't even made a goal because they never make goals because they don't trust themselves in order to do that. And so the only way, honestly, for you to start gaining trust with yourself is by doing the things that you say you're going to do. And now, you know, it's great to have motivation. Cool, you have motivation for a little bit. That's why you're so motivated in the beginning of the year or you were motivated at one point during, I don't know, the last few months and it didn't last. Motivation does not last. And so the key is doing your inner healing uh, and then becoming aware of your self-sabotaging patterns. These patterns that you follow while you're going through this goal process or um, intention process and being able to pick out what your patterns are. And so recently I went through my own sort of like downward spiral and blues. And I noticed for one, a lot of my self-sabotaging habits, and this is, this is where it's going to take a lot of work and awareness. Um, a lot of them for me came up in relationships. And so not just like romantic relationships, how just relationships with people. And I was noticing that instead of putting myself first, I was putting other people first and going more into it. So this is where the healing part starts. It's becoming aware of what you're doing and then also asking yourself, why do I do this? It's figuring out the pattern and figuring out why you do the things that you do. And so I noticed that I tend to put my stuff off, like my work stuff off or my chores or what have you, anything that deals with me, I would put it off and I would go hang out with someone or if they needed help, I would go help that person. And I noticed I was putting other people first. Now I realized that I started doing this because I didn't feel like my stuff was important as a child. Um, I was also always scared about being rejected or um, scared that I would get yelled at by a parent or I would be just not, it was a people-pleasing thing. It was just a, one of my people-pleasing programs that I have to become aware of. And it's not just like when you become aware of it, it just goes away. <laughs> it's just something that um, it, it's going to repeat. And there's different like layers to this healing process. And I'm sure I'm going to find out more about it later. However, I never felt comfortable telling uh, my mother or father no because I always wanted to keep the peace in the house. And so I was realizing too, that I was doing it to feel loved um, 
And so I could get some sort of attention, like good praise or attention. And now within my, in my household, that was pretty difficult to get because nothing was ever sort of good enough for my mother. Uh, However, I brought that into my life now. And so I found that I was saying yes to doing things for people and putting off my stuff to go feel validated by them. And also this past year, I've gained a lot of more friends because I've done even more inner work and like done different things to make relationships with people without feeling like they're going to reject me, what have you. However, this was what came up for me. And that is just an example. It, it, it may pertain to you. If you're listening to this, like, you probably were attracted to it because we have like similar, like similar issues. And that's why you stumbled upon this podcast or you're listening to it because you've been following me for a while. Um, and so it's just like figuring out those like little self-sabotaging habits I also noticed that uh, instead of, um, so say I I live with my roommate and best friend. And one of the things I noticed as well that I would do is that's self-sabotaging. Instead of working on my stuff, I would make sure the whole house is clean so that it eliminates any sort of, and keeping a house clean with a five-year-old, let me just say (laughs) It can be pretty difficult and running a business from home. Like it, it's, uh, it's a lot of work. And so I realized that um, I was doing all of this work and I was working and I was getting tired. However, it wasn't my work that I was really wanting to do. And so I was sabotaging myself by saying yes to doing the chores and versus being like, you know what, I'm going to put these off for right now so I can get my work done. And I would notice that I would be too tired afterwards to even do the work that I planned on doing. And so these are just different things that I had to come and realize my certain patterns. And instead of filling myself up with fear, so there's like gonna, there's gonna be like fear that comes up, these thoughts that come up. So with the roommate thing, I was like, you know what? If I just communicate what I need versus if I just communicate what I need um, hold on, I'm gonna finish this thought. If I just communicate what I need, everything will be okay. That is something that I had to learn to like talk myself down because in my mind before I would fill myself up with fear, uh, and be like, oh my gosh, she's gonna be upset with me. All these dishes are here. She's gonna, I don't know, like yell at me or some, some sort of fear that just pops up that I gained again from my childhood. And so However, it's like I started opening my mouth and being like, you know what, like, this is okay. I am going to just tell her I'm going to start using the dishwasher because we would hand wash dishes or um, it's just going to be in the sink for now until I could get to it Um, or Lennon's toys everywhere. I had to start asking Lennon for help because he's five now. So we could be able to clean up, you know, Um, and so instead of filling myself up with like fear drawn thoughts, I had to start replacing those thoughts with more loving thoughts, more like probably more logical thoughts because sometimes we can get our heads and we can assume 
what's going to be happening. We can assume that um, a person's going to take something a certain way. And I've noticed too, when I was just like, when I was just like being vulnerable, being open and just voicing what I needed instead of being like, when people would ask me for help or they would ask me to hang out or what have you. And I started saying, no, like I'm going to get some work done. They completely understood and they still talk to me. (laughs) So that was like one thing that one of the fears too, that I had is like, oh my gosh, like they're going to ask me this. And then they're not going to talk to me anymore because like, oh, well, you don't want to hang out with me. Then you didn't want to like, sort of, that was what was going on in my head. That was a fear that was going on in my head. However, that's not the case. And if someone does, I'm just going to say, if someone does get upset that you're setting a boundary and you don't have time to help them and you don't have time to deal with um, whatever they're going through um, and they get upset with you for saying no, then you're going to have to have a bigger conversation with them or you're going to have to be like, hey, man, like this is not okay because our relationship is draining me of my energy. And so once I started doing this, I realized also that I have more energy because I started doing the things I say I was going to do. I was living with an integrity. I was taking more responsibility for myself instead of placing my blame onto other people. That was another thing that became into my awareness is I did this so I could play a victim and be like, oh, I never got this done because... I went to go help so-and-so or I went to go hang out with so-and-so or I stayed on the phone with them for two hours while they vented about something um, versus being like, hey, can I call you back? Or like just setting my boundaries. And I noticed that it allowed me to place myself in that victim role and not have to take responsibility at the fact that I was not getting any work done. Um, And so that right there too, You doing, excuse me, my nose is like dripping. Okay. You doing or not doing the things that you say you're going to do decreases your confidence in yourself. It decreases um, the trust that you have in yourself. And the more that you start implementing or you start doing the things that you say you're going to do, now don't overwhelm yourself either. That's like one thing I coach people to do is take small habits and add a little time, like add something new once a day or add something new uh, once a week, if that is something that you need to do and allow yourself to have this time. And while you're doing it, or while you're going through it and you're not doing the things that you say you're gonna do, ask yourself why, or notice the different patterns that you do. Um, I mean, there's so many different things that went up, that came, that comes up initially when you start doing this healing process. And the one thing um, I would say to do, to just start doing off the bat is to write down, now I do seven. Like you could do whatever number that you want to do. However, I write down seven things and I love seven because it's, I feel like it's a holy number. Um, I write down seven things that I'm grateful for in a day. And then I write down seven things that I'm proud of, of myself in a day. 
And sometimes, you know what, like my journal will say like, you know what, I'm just glad that I have money in the bank. Or even when I initially started um, my just healing and personal development journey, uh, and I had like two cents or even like, I think one time it was like 28 cents in my bank account. I was like, you know what, I am so glad that I have money in the bank. I'm grateful that I have money in the bank. Um, you know, it could be I clean water, especially if you live in the United States. Um, I mean, depending on where you live. I was grateful to have a roof over my head, food in my belly. Uh, a lot of times that, would, that was my thing in the beginning because I, I found it difficult to uh, find anything to be grateful for um, because I was just so st stuck in my shit. <laughs> like that's period, that's it. And some days for my proud thing, I would write down, you know, I'm just glad I got out of bed today. Um, I'm proud that I took a shower today. I'm proud that I did my hair today. And it's not going to be every day that's like that. I mean, there's great things too that you can be just so grateful and so proud of. And however, that's where I honestly would start with. If you are in the blues, you're probably feeling these types of emotions. It's either depression, guilt, shame, anger. Any one of those that you're feeling, it's going to bring you down. And you're also going to, you're also going to just be stuck in like this lower vibrational beingness or this just like low vibrational energy because that's what they are. Those are just low vibes. And when you start implementing gratitude, gratitude is a high vibrational beingness. Gratitude and love, replacing, you know, your guilt or your shame. Um, like, oh, well, I didn't get this workout in today. You know, instead of being like, I didn't do nothing today. You could just bring some love to yourself and be like, you know, you're in this sort of place and it's okay. It's okay that you didn't do this today. Um, and I'm just gonna, I'm still gonna love me for me. And I'm just gonna accept where I'm at right now. This is where I'm at. And that's okay. And just, it's that acceptance of allowing yourself to be like, well, I feel like absolute shit right now. And I'm depressed right now. So many times we want to like bog down our emotions and we want to, stuff them away because we're not taught to feel them we're taught to ignore them and when you start to just feel it and you accept where you're at it's so much easier <laughs> to just release it allow it to be and if you look at any child they're very great at this if you are a parent you can see it within your children they'll be crying one second <laughs> and then the next they're like Oh, happy and giddy because they just felt you they just felt the emotion they just and then if you're a parent too just allow your child to feel it it's so much easier just to like get it out um I noticed with Lennon his anger sometimes I mean my anger too I mean where does he get it from so <laughs> um like his anger like instead of being like why are you angry or stop being angry it's like okay, you seem very frustrated right now. You seem very angry. So you want to talk about it? You want to express it? 
be angry. You want to go punch some pillows? Go punch some pillows, just not the wall. Don't do it in a more constructive way. Take out your anger. Um, and then and then he's cool. He talks about it for a little bit. And then he's like, okay, can I have some marshmallows now? And that's the same just for anyone. It's just like, we're all kids. We all have our inner child. And it's just been, we've been taught to stuff our emotions away and to stuff things down. And so you have to start reparenting yourself. Um, and developing that trust with yourself as well is, you know, make, it might be a risky goal for you. Like it might, just the comparison game and comparing yourself to someone else's goals versus yours. You know, sometimes a lofty goal for you would just to be able to shower every day or a risky or something big for you would just be to get out of bed and go walking or I don't know, maybe listen to a podcast, <laughs> just something, you know, that is good for you. Make it a little bit risky though. Something different, like push yourself a little bit um, and then move on. And then if you've been doing this for a while, like you should be pushing yourself every day. Like learn to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like <laughs> do something scary every day. Um, it could be talking to a new person. It could be saying hi to someone or it could be texting someone that you haven't talked to in a while. And um, these goals that you set for yourself, uh, when you do the healing and you do the inner child healing, you become aware of the whole process, your patterns and what have you, it gets so much easier because you start recognizing the patterns and you're like, well, this is what I do versus, you know, being like, we're not like stop that or um, putting yourself down again. Any of those like guilt, shame, like if you find yourself feeling these sort of ways towards yourself, like, okay, bring some love in, accept where you are, have that acceptance and allow yourself just to surrender to the process. Um, that's, that's a lot. I feel like that's a lot <laughs> right now. So yeah, the new year's blues. Um, also, I mean, with everything going on today, just, feel it really matters what you listen to it really and what you read what you're listening to what you're watching and so if you're always watching stuff that's feel like the crime shows like I don't even watch it so please forgive me if I like get these wrong true crime or I don't know scary serial killer forensic stuff um or anything that's just scary, like that you're fearful of, that scares you of the world. Stop watching that shiz, like for real, like let it go. Do you wonder why you're so anxious? It's because you're filling your brain up with this crap. And that's what the system wants. And news, the news, the media is so full of it. And you can use social media as a wonderful tool wonderful tool. There have been times where I have deleted people or unfriended people on Facebook, especially because they're just so negative all the time. And it's like, yeah, like I use my Facebook to connect with people and I use it to, um, my business 
and Instagram, social media is just important. It's a part of our lives. And if you're able to leverage social media in a certain way, awesome. However, if you're going to be scrolling and that's all you do, make sure you fill up your like algorithm, like switch it up, follow accounts that are more positive um, and resonate with you. It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to like say something, you know, um, and that's the one that you should do. You can do that yourself. You can figure out what's good for you. And if it's something that just makes you feel fearful, anxiety ridden, there's a difference between being aware of what's going on and then also, you know, ignoring what's going on completely, which I tend to find myself doing. <laughs> um, or, you know, having that like empowerment stage and being like, okay, I'm aware of what's going on. I'm not going to allow it to affect me because it's just, I'm going to keep living my life the way that I'm going to keep living it. And other people can be fearful. And that's, you know, that's them. That's not your problem. And a lot of people will project that fear onto you. Um, and that's where, again, you have to create some boundaries. So social media is big. You can use social media as a great tool for your personal development. I remember I would just follow a bunch of like heartbreak stuff. <laughs> um, a lot of uh, just stuff that like stupid, like self-deprecating -depre memes that too, that's filling up your subconscious and your subconscious is always picking up stuff. And I had to switch my algorithms around. I just started liking a bunch of stuff where it's just more positive, um, gender like equality or neutral. Like instead of, uh, I'm in right now, what I would call the practice of dating. And there were times, especially, you know, I'd be mad at my ex or something. And I mean, he's passed. He's passed on. However, there would be times where um, I'd be like, well, guys, ain't, they ain't shit. <laughs> they suck or something. And then I realized all the posts that I was reading or watching. And a lot of it was just like hurt people just wanting to hurt other people. And so I started finding accounts where they're like, you know, it's both sides. It's not it's not just you or how can, you know, you find something, something a little bit more hopeful, um, more positive on both sides versus be like one gender sex more than the other. Cause that affects everything too. That fills up your subconscious too. Like if you're watching things that say like men suck a lot, then, or following people that say that, um, especially on TikTok, I've noticed, then, uh, that's, that's practically what you're feeding your brain and so it's like your body you have to feed your brain like healthy stuff all right sorry did I say brain okay you have to feed your body healthy stuff um in order to have like a functional body that's working with you <laughs> and not against you um so that's my spiel on that one um I feel like I feel like that's good I feel like that's a good um good new year's blues thing and you know like times are tough right now and it's when you fill up your own cup when you start becoming aware of your patterns and you start loving on yourself you know things start shifting for you when you start implementing that you know the the pride and the um you know good like the good type of pride, like confidence 
and love and that trust with yourself into your life and you start doing the things that you say you're going to do, there's just so many different opportunities that open up to you. There's so much resources. And when you're playing at a high vibrational state and you know, you're finding gratitude and in a lot of things that you do, then it's things just happen for you. you there's a shift and it's like the world is magnetized towards you. You start attracting things that are higher vibrational things, people, resources, opportunities. There's more high vibrational. If you're, you know, stuck in your, your BS right now, and you're just feeling guilty and shameful and anger and hatred towards, and like just ungrateful, like ungrateful, like entitled entitlement, um, you know, that's what's going to keep perpetuating in your life. That's what's going to keep happening. Um, is the, and then, you know what, that story that you keep telling yourself, like my life sucks, that's the story that's going to keep happening. And then you're going to keep attracting evidence that the story is true. And so rewrite your story, start rewriting things to be more grateful, the things that you're more proud of, rewrite your story. Like you can trust yourself. And that's why, you know, affirmations are great. Um, except it, you really need to do it. Like be consciously aware, like with every step that you do, which is very hard because humans are only conscious 5%, like at most, like 5% of what, you know, and you don't know what you don't know until you figure it out. Um, or you find out (laughs) and it just comes to you. So all right, that's my spiel. And check out my essential oils because aromatherapy helps so much. And I love to use my aromatherapy jewelry as sort of like a trigger. And I've always noticed that I just get a whiff the smell like automatically, like, or when I need it, like when I find myself, say I'll like wear my fantasy blend when I'm feeling like not super sexy and not as confident, um, or sometimes like some dude will come in the room and then I go and put him on a pedestal because he's just like really attractive. And then I have to, I get a whiff of my aromatherapy thing. And I'm like, oh, you know what? I don't need to put anyone on a pedestal. Like, it's okay. Like I'm awesome. And then it's like, I wouldn't say like, usually I end up talking to them because usually that they're attractive. However, like there's other people then that are attracted to me that it works out and I meet amazing people all the time. Um, yeah. So yeah, grab your aromatherapy necklaces and, um, your essential oils and I will talk to you guys later. Good luck with those new year blues or new year's intentions. And I hope after this, you actually like get a little bit more intentional about, making an intention, um, and really trusting that yourself that you can do it. So I will talk to you guys later. Bye.